Welcome, everybody, to the next installment of the Upscale Business Podcast. I'm Mitch Van, and I've got Nathan and Arena here with me today. How are we? Good, man. Your uh, your voice went a little bit deep. Were you just trying to mimic me when you were going into that? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Uh, honesty is a policy of mine, and um, you know what? I'm gonna try and go as deep as I can for this one. Gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Nice. Nice. Right. Look, let's not fluff around today. I'm feeling like we should get straight into this. Uh, not that we've had any feedback around us fluffing around, but. Everyone asks me, what, what did you have for breakfast? When? Let's not fluff around, go. <laughs> no, fine. You know what? E, what did you have for breakfast? Um, fruit. Great. And a coffee. <laughs> What's your favorite fruit? You could um, have any fruit. Forget seasons, forget this, or avos aren't in season. Blueberries. Whatever. Blueberries. Yeah. Wow, okay. You? Man, I took myself out for breakfast this morning. I had a the, the biggest toasty I've ever seen in my life. It was like four loaves of bread, about four eggs, half a pig. It was amazing. And a chocolate Danish. Wait. Wow. <laughs> well, I was just, I just simply wanted to know what your favorite fruit was, but I'm glad we got there. Is that what you asked me? Yeah, well, I came you know, straight from this you one. You said breakfast. I did, but what is your favourite fruit? Look, I had a banana in my protein shake. Does that count? Sure. Then what's your favourite fruit? Clarity. <laughs> it's key to business success. I'll uh, I'll go something exotic. Dragon fruit. Oh, is it really? It's pretty. Yeah, but you like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. All right, cool. I like lychees. Ooh, I like yeah. the texture. Yeah, sweet. It's more about the texture. Better from the can, though. Have you no. ever tried them from the can? <laughs> no. Oh, you haven't lived. Oh. And you can drink the juice afterwards. Amazing. I think we're getting a bit off track here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, all the listeners out there. Uh, we, we really got fluffed. Right. What, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today? Networking. Networking. The importance of it. Importance of it. Skill set. How do we do it? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How awkward it is. Okay. I like this. I like the sound that we've got a disagreement. Oh, yes. And fight. <laughs> Okay, so you like it. You're all for it. You find it awkward. I find it awkward, but I'll still do it. And I feel like once you get over that hurdle of the awkwardness, you actually meet really nice people. Yep. Let's go back a step. When you said networking, what are we talking about? Well, In the simplest form. I mean, my my experience of networking is utilizing the groups and contacts you have around you Yep. in order to grow whether that be in business, whether that be in your personal interests, in the area of your life, you utilizing the relationships that you have and building stronger ones. It's kind of like dating. It's networking. I'm back there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's networking to you? Any different? No, I think it is really like putting yourself out there. I think networking for me, it feels like you have to meet strangers and like more professional setting that's Mm -hmm. what I've sort of experienced in the past which is you know you're you're basically there everyone knows you want to put your best foot forward like as your business and represent your business Mm -hmm. and I find that like difficult to just you know I don't know like maybe it comes back to like selling something because you're there to like basically sell your product or in the end and I'm not very salesy but what I really like is making human connections without having that background of or the thought in the back of my head that I have to put myself out there through a business or product or something. I just want to meet the person. And if something comes from it, then that's good. Okay. But yeah. For me, networking is relationship building with a purpose. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. And I think that that for myself, that's the important component there is that like whatever, whatever the actual purpose is, it's that I'm going in there with one. Mm. Yep. So if we tie it back to business or like networking on a, on a friendship base or, or, you know, whatever, it's that you're there for a, a predetermined purpose, but you have to work out how to get that purpose across in the most unpurpose-like way. I quite like that. I guess mm-hmm. that's that's one side to it too. Mm-hmm. But I guess something that came up for me in, in when we were thinking about this earlier was that networking and, and utilising my network wasn't something that I went into with an intention. You know, uh-huh. one of the things that arose for me earlier in my career was that I just tried to befriend people. And when I befriended people, I found out what they did. And a lot of the time I would just try and connect people. And my intention was just to connect people. And by doing that, I started to create a network where, you know, you kind of give a favor, you receive a favor. And I started to see how that played out in my life. The economy of favors. Yeah. The economy of favors. Yep. And so I think, you know, to network, it generally is built around genuine relationship. Yep. And the more genuine the relationship, I guess, the greater the connection. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just looking for me, I don't so much go in there with that intention of what am I going to get or how can I benefit from this? But I look at it from the perspective of, okay, I'm going to note what this person does. If they never need anything, I'll try and point them in the right direction. And eventually someday I'm sure... That'll their skill back. set will be useful to me or to somebody that I know. So, but if you look at that on a fundamental level, isn't your purpose to help people? Help people. That so would, that would, so yeah. build a relationship where you can help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by helping, you in return will be helped as well. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it as well is like we can't go in, in with the intention to receive back. Mm-hmm. The intention is that you help people and then in turn, maybe that will lead to your own health gain. Exactly. Yep. But the more people that you have and that you've helped and, and the more contacts that you have means that you're going to be able to navigate situations with ease. Yes. And you're going to be able to keep uh, transactions and things within a, within a circle of friends. Yep. You know, so that can be really, really, really helpful when starting out in business. Yep. Which ultimately speaks to the fact that we're all coaches. I mean, if you look at it at the end of the day, we love to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a fundamental part of exactly what we do at the end of the day is help people to achieve their goals. And one of the things that I love the most about our clients is it's actually gotten to a point where we we actually help each other. Oh, 100%. You know, like I'll have a question the other night. Um, my fan in my oven wasn't turning on <laughs> on an appliance. So I reached out to two guys in our platform that I know do appliance repairs. I was like, dude, this isn't turning off. What do I do? And they were just like, turn the power off the switchboard and see if it fixes itself did it mm-hmm. fixed itself saved myself a call out mm-hmm. i love that nice. and that's i see that in our platform and in our community all the time you know there someone will post a question got a problem they're experiencing in business right now somebody else will come in who's had that similar experience and help them out yep and i think like it showcases basically that it's okay to step out of that comfort zone and actually either ask someone for help or offer help or say, hey, you've got this problem. I know someone who can help you with that. And yeah. rather than like someone like me might find that a little bit like uncomfortable, 
to just step out of that feeling and go, hey, I can actually help this person by making a connection. Mm. Um, just listening to that makes me feel better about it mm. already. I think if you do feel awkward in those kinds of social situations, sometimes that can be a really good angle to take. You know, if you start speaking to somebody and you start asking about who they are and what they do, and they'll probably start telling you about some problems and things they're experiencing, you can start to think about, oh, yeah, okay, how can I help this person? Who do I know? And you can help them connect the dots. And that's a really great way to build a genuine relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've talked about like what networking is to, to each of us. How do we go about it? Like if it's something that is really foreign to us, and a good example of this is um, last week I had a conversation with a plumber um, down in Manly who we were talking about the cold outreach space and going out and networking. And he was absolutely scared, terrified, terrified mm. of putting himself out there and actually introducing himself and meeting people. And so I actually gave him my, my personal number. And I said, when you get to the front door, if you can't walk in, call me. He called me. And I'm like, you couldn't walk in? He's like, no, nah, man. I got to the front door, knew I had your number. I walked in. Spoke to them all, and now I'm calling to tell you how it went. <laughs> nice. It was, I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And mine tells us a lot of the time these things are going to be far worse than what they are. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes we just have to make the arrangement mm -hmm. and just show up and just go through the motions. It, it, it's it's all that forward thinking and future thinking that you can't, you know, you go through the worst case scenarios. But quite it ruins a lot of stuff. Gets in the way of everything. We are our own worst enemy. It's all fear-based. Yep. I have a question. So me, I feel awkward, let's just say that, when it comes to networking. I might not go in the door. Can I bring a buddy? Can I bring someone? A networking buddy. You actually because can. I think as soon as I, I don't have to step by myself through the door, I'm like, I can talk to anyone. Like, oh, that that's was fine. really cute. I just that's... I pictured like you having a buddy by your side. <laughs> Like a partner like, holding your hand, walking through that door, and you feeling stronger yeah. about it. But 100%. And I, I think, you know, if, if maybe someone else feels like that, but I, I know that if I'm not by myself, when I turn up to the event, I, I feel a lot more confident and happy about mm -hmm. that. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually opening up straight away because I'm like, I'm not alone. Like, this won't be awkward. This is just, you know, two people going to this event and we'll both talk to different people and, you know, have like a nice conversation with strangers and who knows what happens. Yeah. I think a lot of the time with networking as well, like a lot of these events are so very formal and that's what creates a lot of the fear if you haven't stepped into that kind of setting before or done any public speaking around business and that kind of thing. It can, it can seem a bit overwhelming. But like in just in day-to-day -day life, you know, even if you're, you know, let's say you're down at the pub and you're talking to some other sparkies that you might work with or some other builders, like that's networking in itself. Like, there's so many more places that we can network. It doesn't just have to be in these formal settings. It can be at the, at the coffee shop. It can be down at the football club. It can be everywhere. It's 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 a it's a way of living and it's a way of being. It doesn't have to be this hat that we put on and go and throw ourselves into this situation. Yeah, which is why I think we actually need to step away from the word networking because it creates too much formal pressure. Mm. And that's why if you pull it back to something like relationship building or making friends, mm. At the end of the day, that's that's, easy. that's it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Just making friends. I'm up for it. Yep. Yeah. So okay. So if you so just you've asked if you can take a buddy. Mm -hmm. We've said yes. Yeah. You take your buddy. If you think about your personality and the struggles that you might feel in that, what's the type of person you'd like to take as your buddy? What do you think? Do they need to compliment you? Are they going to be as scared as you? Like, what does that look like? 
Oh, far out. Um, I think like are we going together? Yeah, I'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, cool. Like some, like, and... pick up at six. <laughs> Let's go together to the networking cool. event. Cool. I think it's just the initial going there and showing up. That initial, like, the first two minutes. Yeah. After that, you could leave. I'd be fine. Have some fun with it. Make it a competition. It's the yeah. going there and being alone, right? And not yeah, that's knowing it. anyone. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the confronting part. Yeah. And being alone in the corner yeah. while everyone else has fun. Yeah. And, you and, they, and they might all know each other and there's a bit yeah. of banter and stuff going I'm, on. I'm, yeah. you know, I will talk to anyone at a coffee shop if, like, you wait in line or something. That's, for me, much easier. I don't need a buddy to do yeah. that. But as soon as it's that formality around an event, so at the, I at the like coffee shop, be by myself. you know everybody's on the same page. Everyone's just there waiting for their coffee. Everyone's an individual. At an event, there may be people that know each other. There's already a community there and you can feel like an outsider approaching an existing uh, relationship group. Yeah. Yes. In regards to um, overcoming the fear and overcoming the actual like the hesitation towards going up to people in the first place, uh, you know, we do call you the closer for a reason. <laughs> uh, mate, talk us through it. How would you go about that? How do you overcome that fear initially? So uh, again, you're gonna you're just gonna experience it. You're gonna feel it. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it when you walk into an unfamiliar setting like that and you are an individual approaching a group, it's always going to be that feeling of being on the outer. There's just got to, you've got to develop an inner willingness to continue to show up and through showing up consistently, whether it be like a BNI group or whatever it is that you, you show up to, you will start to build relationships. So I would say, you know, if you're going to go to something and, it, and it's dawning, go by yourself or take a friend, doesn't matter. Um, but Start small, you know, just try and make some small talk, find somebody and you, people will feel you out. There'll be other people in the same situation as you look for somebody that you can connect with, make some small talk and, and ask questions. That's the, I think in these situations, the easiest way to survive is to not actually promote yourself too much. Yeah. And just to ask people questions. Cause my experience has been people just want to talk about themselves. And if you can get them to talk about themselves, they will be happy and think you're amazing. <laughs> if you can compliment the, on, them on themselves, they love it. Yeah. Your hat looks really nice today, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting anything. Do you want to go to an event? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. So in regards to what you're saying here, it's just simply showing up, showing up, doing it, putting yourself forth. There's no, there's no magic formula to this no. stuff. Like it's, it, it's, I mean, the answer is what you already know and most people know out there. You've just got to go and experience it. You've got to show up and give it a go. Everything gets easier with time. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, but I think the other thing is really important to note is that if you don't do this stuff, what's the result of doing that? You know, yeah. because the, the life or the lack of connection or the lack of a network can severely impact your life. And I'd say that the feelings that come from that far outweigh what it takes to put yourself out there in an unfamiliar situation. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. You know, so if you're not going to go, you're not going to get anything from it, Yeah. but go and just even going in itself is a start. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're someone right now that is scared of even going, just go and don't even make the goal to be to talk to someone, mm -hmm. walk in the door, then see what happens next. You turn around, you walk out, great, achieved something next time, make the goal to be start a conversation. Next time, make it to be something bigger and grow on that. I think it, like the, it's what we're actually talking about here is developing a mindset where we determine a goal 
and we execute that goal. Yep. We, we, we've got to stop the conversations that go on in our head and listening to that voice that, okay, we, we booked the BNI meeting and the day beforehand, that conversation happens in our head. Oh, I don't want to do that. I can't mm-hmm. do that. We've got to stop listening to that voice and we've just got to start showing up to the commitments we make that are going to move us forward in our life. Yeah. No one starts business wanting to be unsuccessful. No. And so if this is a key to being successful, mm-hmm. understand that you've got to do it mm-hmm. to get to where you want to be. That's the simple truth of, truth of this. Yeah. And it'll be over in a couple of hours. You'll endure it. It'll be over. It might feel yucky. You can get in the car, laugh it off, shake it off. Get on with your life. Everything will still be as it was two hours beforehand. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. Nothing. The worst thing that can happen is you don't build a network. You don't find any opportunities and you stay exactly where you are. Yeah. I actually have a little success story there. I I went with a buddy to a business event. and Name drop? No. Um, (laughs) And um, we ended up having, like, it was four of us in the end at the table and it was five years ago and we catch up once a month just for coffees or dinners and became really good friends. Maybe not like a business connection there, but the friendships I found just because of that one event were amazing. But even friendship services were. I know. And, And to be honest, like one of them that they she's an amazing mentor for all the other three so you know the connection that I made even though it was incredibly awkward the first time around and I was scared to go we still turned up and just sat down and had a chat like five years later I have amazing friends it's great and everyone's good at something like everywhere you go everyone you meet there is something to learn from every single person and I think like a lot of the time we are looking for the differences in people and not looking for the similarities or the things that we can learn from. So I think there's a teacher in everybody and 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 networking is, you know, a big part of growing. Yep. You're wise. <laughs> there's a teacher in everyone. There is. I think if you go into networking with that mentality and understand that, you know, you're in a room of other people that have a level of genius around something. And as you said, simply asking questions. You can learn a lot, mm. you know, and it might not um, be exactly what you think you're going to get out of it, but it's going to be something. I think and that's the thing. You, you can't be too determined or defined on what you're going to get from an interaction. You've got to look for the opportunities. Don't look for the opportunity that you're looking for, you yeah. know, because there will be something in every interaction. Yep. So if we were going to have a bit of a checklist, like a bit of a checklist about how you would show up to a networking event, and we will we will use an event situation. Um, is there any precursors to that, or what what we could actually look at? Look, I think I think it's really helpful to just look at your headspace before you go to something like that. So yep. don't go like don't rush after a full busy week at five pm, um, having just you know dropped the kids off and and be all frazzled because it's only going to make things worse. Like try and choose a time or something where you've had some space. You're in a good space. Let's say you've gone to the beach for the morning or whatever it be, bring the best you forward. But again, just show up and and just be kind. Ask people questions. Yep. Do you think there's any validity in doing some research on the people that you might be wanting to talk to there? Well, definitely depending on what it is that you get, like what kind of networking group it is. You know, if it's about, um, you know, wealth or Bitcoin or something like that. Like I'd certainly want to know a little bit about what I'm going to, what people are going to be talking about before I walk in there. Yep. 
Um, but also at the same time, there's no there's no harm in saying I don't know or asking people for help or tell just tell me more. Like that's why I'm here. I am interested because people love to share the information and knowledge that they have. Yep. So there's a company called Ascentive that actually run uh, its network training. So they actually train people on how to uh, go into a networking situation and excel at that. And something that they talk about, and you hear a lot of this, is things like elevator pitches. Yep, understanding that you yourself have a genius or you yourself have some level of expertise that you can give out to people. Mm -hmm. And it's a really simple sentence or statement or like paragraph or whatever about who it is that you are and what you do. And they have a really great ability to kind of like turn that into sounding like it's something massively scripted into something that just drops into normal conversation. And would you advise that like, is that something you yourself have? Or when you go into a, a, a setting, as a business coach, how do you tell people that that's what you are and that's what you do and where your level of expertise lie? Mm. I, I watch being a business coach going into one of those settings. I'm very cautious to about letting people know that I'm a business coach because a lot of the time they tend to think that I'm trying to poach them as a client <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I walk in there. Yeah, so that's really interesting. What you're saying is that for yourself in networking, you don't ever want to come across as seeming like you're actually there for the purpose. Like I have an intention. An agenda to yeah. get them as a client. Nothing turns people away more than seeing an agenda. Yep. Like I don't know if you've ever had an Amway salesman come up to you. Oh, yeah. And they're one of your friends and they've recently joined this pyramid marketing scheme and they get talking to you and all of a sudden they're trying to sell you something. And then every time they see you, they're trying to sell you something. Yeah, so, I know a few of them. So people are just weary of anybody who has an intention. People want to connect on a genuine level. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. So I'm a little bit hesitant around letting them know about the business coaching. If they do ask, you know, what is it I do? I mentioned I'm a business coach, but I'm actually here just to meet other like-minded individuals who are trying to strive for more and to make some contacts, whether that be in marketing, whether that be in design, like just to, to further my umbrella of people that I can refer work to and that can help me on the various things that I do business-wise. Yeah. So you would more jump in and talk around the things that you know stuff about as opposed to talking about the fact that you are a business coach. It, the stuff that I talk about, but also more about what the benefits would be yep. to them if they were to have the relationship with me. Yep. Not that I actually want anything from them. Yep. So for example, if I'm an electrician and I'm in a setting and someone is talking about something electrical, I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, I'm an electrician. I could help with that. You could actually just offer the help yeah. first and this foremost. Is the solution. This is yes. what the problem is and this is what you would need. And then that person would naturally say, oh, well, can you help me with that? Mm. You know, mm. it's it's just removing the agenda because nobody wants to be sold anything these days. They want to buy. Yep. And they go to these events first and foremost to connect. But second of all, there is the agenda of business. And they're also there for the same agenda you are, if you think about it. 100%. They're sitting there in the space of like having to navigate that. I'm here to actually get more work, mm -hmm. but I also just want to connect with people. Yeah. And and like like-minded individuals connecting on that and will ultimately move forward together. It may not be, you know, on this project right now, they may not have anything for you right now. You can't be too uh, short-term in your, in your focus. You don't know what the future holds. You don't know about the unknowns that will come up in the future, but that's when you—that's most likely when you're going to call on these people and use that network. It's not today; it's tomorrow. Yep. Now I know that we're saying that we're not going into a networking event trying to sell, but 
we are going into a networking event to try and grow our business and so forth. Let's be let's be honest. Definitely. Yep. Yep. So how do we identify when we need to move into a state of selling, mm -hmm. mindset selling? Because this is the biggest thing in closing. This is the biggest thing that all of our clients struggle with when they actually have potential clients in front of them is actually asking for the sale. Mm -hmm. How do we navigate that feeling of, hang on a sec, I don't want to appear like I'm selling, but there's an opportunity here right now mm -hmm. for me to step in and actually offer a service because I am the solution. So at, at most of these networking events, there is a time where each individual at, will be called up on to actually tell the group what it is exactly that you do. And I think in that time, without any fear or hesitation, you need to pitch your product and your service and you need to do it well. You yep. need to clearly explain what you what you do, what you're capable of and what you're looking for. That's your soapbox. That's your time to stand up and do that. I think in just in, in general conversation, um, it's, a, it's a little bit less aggressive. It's a little less salesy. It's just mentioning who you are and what you do in the natural flow of conversation. Yep. Offer the help first. Yep. And then if they keep pressing and under, trying to understand like, wow, so what is it that you actually do? Yep. That's where you can go into the conversation. And, and I, I guess you you find out pretty quickly who's interested and who isn't. You can read people, right? Yeah. Like straight away. Yeah. And and again, you'll, you'll be drawn to the people that are interested in you and ask you questions and don't seem like they have an agenda. So it's kind of a, a bit of back and forth with that. One other thing that you can do, and it's something I, I did recently, is actually start your own networking group. It's really not that hard these days. You can actually then be in the position of power of choosing the type of people you want to bring in. Because in this day and age... That's why like, we didn't get an invite. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> He's speechless. But you, you, you can. You can simply pay, place an ad on Facebook or just... Create a group. Post, create a group. And just say, um, looking to connect with some like-minded individuals who are looking to grow their businesses and and just see who applies and catch up with them for a coffee and see if they're going to be a right fit and build together your own group of people that all kind of individually have their own skill set, but combined can together kind of create a really powerful group that that is quite a, a resource tool as well. So put yourself out there, have a crack, try, talk to people. I feel like you just summed it up. Yeah. Like that's and you know, take a buddy if you need one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your teddy. Like whatever. Your teddy. Whatever gets you comfortable. Speaking of teddies, do you know that I still have my teddy from the day I was born? Yeah. I do. It's blue bear. I expect uh, to see him in the next podcast. I will bring him in the next uh maybe not, because he's at my mum's. Wait till we do a big scary one and you can bring him in. Yeah, and I'll give him a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. See ya. Bye.